everyone. Welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. If you think we sound different, you'd be right. Yeah. This podcast just got... I don't know, what's the, what's, what's the percentage, do you reckon, lift? It's about 27% cooler. Yeah, about 27% cooler. Um, if you, like, double-checking your device to see if something's wrong with it, it's not. We're just all wearing sunglasses in an attempt to beat the heat. So- I wish this was a bit. We are literally all wearing sunglasses inside because we are, we're British, and therefore the only sunny day must be lived to its extreme. Yeah. It's bright. We haven't quite gone to topless podcasting. No, that could potentially be next week, considering how bad this gets. The, the, yeah. the, the first top this podcast that the show does will simultaneously be the last podcast this show does, because I'll never be able to look you both in the eye after... It'll be a very uncomfortable energy in the room. After you see my chest shame. Mm. The chest shame? What have you done to your chest? Well, you're never going to find out, unless it gets hotter, then you will. Well, now I want to know. Well, let's just hope that that thermostat keeps on rising. I, well, I really want Is to. Is that why it's hot in here? The heating's still on? <laughs> yeah, I've just cracked the thermostat up to 30. He's, That's he, how we think it works. I think you have to match the outside temperature. Yeah, yeah the weather, for, it's not a forecast, it's no. a, direct, a directive. <laughs> 30 <laughs> degrees. Oh, God, it's a high one yeah. today. <laughs> oh, it must be freezing out there. It's going to cost me a fortune. We're here to solve up your little issues from the first world, one of which might be, just like ours, we put on sunglasses inside to save from the sun. Are there any quick first world fixes to beating this heat? Because I am not equipped for this. No, I mean, I walked here and I actually found myself laughing out loud at how quickly I went from just inside regular temperature to outside like bad sweat bad smell bad time I mean I've I've worn shorts and then I just didn't match up the top half I'm wearing like a thick black t-shirt today so I messed up so this was an error my advice to you would be not to do what I have done like commit all the way around but equally I found that correcting out the other way so introducing more hot things into your day Mm. means that the hot seems less hot by comparison constant level of being uncomfortable rather than occasional oases of well, of niceness well that's it like as soon as you get a moment of oh god I'm in front of a fan this is so cool it's so nice then you don't want to go anywhere else because mm. you're not in front of the fan so True. just be uncomfortable all day and then it's a, then you'll get used to it the issue with the heat is that the advice you're given or the advice that kind of works is wear less that's fine but it only works to a point yeah at least when it's cold wear more is always good advice it doesn't matter what you're wearing you can always put on another layer there's no cap to there's that. no cap there's no yeah, there's a, there's no hard cap. There's just a soft cap of what you can fit on. <laughs> Whereas in the heat, it's very much like you get to covering your dignity and that's it. You can't go any further. And still uncomfortable. Like this, this kind of heat is where it gets to the point where my body does things that I've never really clocked before. Like, I've never noticed sweating in real time before. It's either just like, wow, oh. Didn't notice that. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, you, you mentioned it earlier. You do step out of the house and then you can physically look down and say, oh, there it goes. Okay, neat. Fine. Like, I don't know how to cope with any of this to the point where I think I need an invention. I need some kind of ice outfit, ice hat, portable ice box. That can't exist. Portable ice box. Now, that can't be a thing I that's know, real. I know you would like to play in the surrealist space, Tom, but that is just... That's crazy. What would you do? Keep your beers in it? That's ridiculous. Yeah, a man you, can dream, a man can, can you not? A man can dream. Unacceptable. Well, in the meantime, if you've got any of your own fixes for the heat, please do let us know. The wackier, the better. We'd love to hear about them. Um, but we're going to move on now to some other people we might be able to help ourselves. Oscar, you want to start us off? I will. Uh, so this first problem comes to us from Last Life. That's Last Life Beats, LST underscore LFE underscore Beats. Friend of the show. Good guy. He says, it's so hot outside, I've had to turn off the Arga, and now I can't have pizza all summer. False. Let me introduce you to the concept 
other people can make that pizza for you and they can bring it to you. I know this is revolutionary stuff right here, but I feel like we need to spread the word to this boy. Yeah, but we we know this guy. We know he's got he's got some appropriately high expectations of pizza. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if he's cooking on an agar, he's I guess cooking he's, on an agar. He's obviously perfected the agar pizza. I suppose you don't want no no stone baked pizza. Yeah, like uh, if you ordered a takeaway pizza and you got like a Tesco or Sainsbury's own baked one that was just put in a box, you wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be content. I think that's the sort of setup he's expecting. Now, I'd like to just I'd like to just point out as well, knowing where he's based. He, he's nowhere near delivery like radiuses for anywhere. Right. He is, this deep, is out of the question. Deep country, no delivery, no <laughs> deep country. Deep deep country. Like he's so he's so in the country. He's gone underground. Mm. Um, Donkey Kong deep country. Donkey Kong deep country. Uh, that's where Joe lives out there with Mr. Kong, and he doesn't he doesn't have access to the delivery options. So the Arga pizza that we've described is the only way he can be getting that good pizza. Okay, so what we need is basically a way to sim like simulate the cooking power of an agar, but Ar- lo-fi. on 24-7. Yeah, they're yeah. on all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And they cook at a glacial pace. Yeah, it's like hot enough that you don't want to touch it, but not hot enough that it actually cooks anything yeah, it's, conveniently. It's hot enough that you don't want to touch it. It's just hot enough that you could touch it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's such a bizarre and like wonderfully first world invention. Like It's like a cooker that does things a set amount of time, but on always because fuck it, we don't care. I, mean, I knew people who would like use it for like it was so bad at cooking that they would just use it for other things like if it's on all day they'll just hang their washing out over it yeah they'll just like use it as a kind of microwave i think it it is meant to be sort of a multi-purpose do everything a bit to an extent like they were designed at a time when you might not have central heating or any other way to feed your children or but we've moved on now i mean now they've become the the kind of Possession of the sort of middle class, the upper middle class. They, they've very much become the vinyl of the the kind of yeah. Home this food just tastes better on Argo. Yeah, it really does. Like, I much prefer analog food. Thank you very much. You can just taste all the ingredients. Yeah. It's it's how the chef would have wanted you to eat it. Mm. Doesn't it just taste like I don't know? Like the imperfections really shine through on this. Yeah, I like. You know, I actually really. You know, people really like that undercooked taste of the meat on this. Um, you know, you just don't get that from uh, you know shop bought food. Also, an interesting parallel: if it gets too hot, you can't use your vinyls because they'll melt. <laughs> That's very true. If you heat, if you have the agar on, sorry, vinyl, you're yeah. done. Don't play your vinyls on the agar. I said it was multi-purpose, but <laughs> it's not. It's not that multi-purpose. It's... This agar don't play my music anymore. I put my vinyl on my agar. Now it's a big pile of plastic. <laughs> so what are the fixes? Coming at this from a parallel route, what are the fixes to using vinyl if you don't have access to vinyl? I know people buy them and then they like rip them straight to MP3 sort of thing, which for some reason they think sounds better. Kind of defeats the point, I think. Kind of. Maybe that's something you could do with the food. Cook it in advance in the winter. Okay, and then freeze it. And then recook it. On the agar during the summer. In the but the agar's off. That's the whole problem. Ah, no. ah. See, <laughs> so now here's, okay, so breaking it down, the agar is basically like just having a fire inside your house. So when it is fire outside your house, fire being the sun, you turn off the fire inside Are your you house. Are you saying use the world as your agar? I'm saying that there's already a source of heat outside that's causing you to be too warm inside. Mm. So utilize that. I'm talking <laughs> cooking stuff on the pavement. I'm talking cooking stuff with magnifying glasses. I'm talking cooking stuff on the hood of the car. The kind of classic phrase is, oh, you could cook an egg out here. Yeah. Why stop there? We could have our Sunday roast out here. 
<laughs> just kind of flop some beef onto the side of the road. Yeah, and I pop just... some Yorkshire Yorkshire batter down on the pavement and hope it rises. Yeah, pour a whole canister of Bisto into the fountain. <laughs> yeah, and then that way you can you can still it won't cook things as fast as an actual oven so you can still use that like a time frame of I'll stick it in now and it'll be mm. ready when it's ready I want a pizza this evening better wake up and do it with my breakfast yeah just like slap a big circle of dough down onto the pavement at like 10am and go well hopefully this, this you know doesn't cloud over otherwise I'm just going to have a big circle of dough it's the on the same pavement. approach to you washing if you want to wear a shirt out that night you wash it first thing in the morning you stick out in the garden hopefully it's dry by the evening that's very true I bet, but then you again yeah you're relying on the weather like what happens if the rains come you're gonna have a very wet pizza there must be a way to to keep this going because the heat's still there in summer like we if, could have like just a, like an angled roof over it take the lid of the aga and just what, put that on so top. what you're saying is like if you turn the agar off it's useless being in the house at all take the whole thing outside no yeah. no 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 just the lid yeah the little... <laughs> they, they have lids the agars yeah they... big heavy hinges mm. so i'm thinking just put whatever you want on the pavement and then put the agar lid on top <laughs> and then that and just way, let it cook and it stop it stops whatever you're cooking being uh being set upon by wild beasts mm. the bandits they will be put off by this yeah the the, the floor lunchtime bandits they're going to stop... The, yeah, that's going to stop them because, you know, it's a heavy old thing to try and lift. Okay, so I think this works for, like, 90% of food. Are we seeing any problems with particular ingredients or styles of cooking? I mean, like, stuff that you have to cook in water, rice and, like, yeah, pasta and how stuff. You, mm. How you go and boil stuff? I mean, unless you just, like, put, like, a glass dome over the top so as to catch all the heat so it doesn't go anywhere, and then over time... A long time, but over time it will kind of boil the pasta and the rice, I think. No? Yeah, or just use your kettle. Like the arg is only <laughs> the arg is only good for ninety percent of food anyway. That's true. You must have the implements already for the other ten percent. Okay, is there, are there any arga cooked foods? Like, for example, are we going to be able to do meringues out here? How on earth would that happen? A meringue on a pavement? That sound. I think if you saw that, you would be very afraid. You'd have to just curl up into a ball, just yeah. weeping. It's the, the cosmic s- horror I have seen. It's mm. the sign of some kind of very particular gang. It's the food equivalent of tumbleweed. Just meringue <laughs> flowing across the street. I think meringue is pretty much like edible tumbleweed. Yeah. It's, it's very light. Yeah. It'll catch in the wind. It Often will... seen in gunfights. Like... Often circular. Um, yeah. A favourite of cowboys. They like two things. Beans and meringue. And meringue. That's what most of the gunfights in the Wild West were about, actually. Someone ruined someone else's pavlova. The meringue supply. Yeah. The meringue mines. Yeah, they were moving meringue <laughs> and livestock across the West. Yeah. You best be getting out of here. The meringue train's coming in. Oh, man, the meringue brothers are at it again. <laughs> so in conclusion, take your agar, turn it off, take the lid off, use the pavement as a new agar, and keep an eye on your meringues. The world is your agar. Lovely. Well, hope that helps. Tom, you want to go next? Okay, so this comes from Coolibatri on Reddit, thank you very much, who says, I miss my cat when I go on vacation. Yeah. You can't take him with you. You Never. can't. You cannot take him with you. It's it's heartbreaking. Particularly in principalities in which cats are outlawed. Yeah. Even against that, like, you would think a cat who loves sunning itself all day would be absolutely fine coming to, like, mainland Europe, 
sitting I've, in a villa for two weeks doing nothing. But they, for some reason, they freak their shit out. I feel like that's half of the the pain. You know, they like it. You know, they'd be into it. But yeah. no, they can't. They can't come. They can't mm. come with you. Well, because you spend an amount of time when you get a cat, just like being at peace with the fact that during the day it will swan off and go, you know, wherever it goes during the day, but it will always come back home again because it's established it as a base before it started going out in the first place. You take that cat to a new place. It goes well. I'm gonna try and get home now because I've been brought to somewhere else. So it's gonna try and make its way back to your actual home. Mm. So you're not gonna see that cat for a while. And I don't know how easy it is for cats to, you know, get back on planes without human interaction. Yeah. Honestly, they don't cope with security well. No, those claws generally set off alarms pretty quickly, and they, they don't answer questions. No, they hate taking they hate taking off their little necklace things as well. Oh, they, they do. They really see it as such a slight towards them. Um, because like some people I know when they're really, really attached to their pets, they'll like Skype their pets when they're abroad and that kind of thing, which is, yeah, you know, it's kind of nice, but it's not the same as actually, you know, having them there or like being around them. Also, so who's placing that call their end? <laughs> yeah. Who's picking up? Like, I mean the house sitter, but the one thing that I'm thinking, is there a way we can smuggle a pet with us. Are you thinking two kids standing on each other's shoulders in a big trench coat to get into a cinema kind of tactics? Almost yes. I was thinking how convincing is a cat as a backpack? Also, okay, I love this. Two options. Let's go with, let's, let's workshop the both these options. Two then. kids wearing a cat as a backpack. <laughs> okay, get your family all in one giant coat with a cat as a backpack and the whole ensemble will look so weird that they mm. won't even bother asking any questions. Yeah, right. there, there's a threshold after which they're like, they're not trying to smuggle anything because why would they do it like, like this? They're yeah. so evidently trying to hide something that this clearly man they is can't 15 be. feet tall. <laughs> Three coats. <laughs> Keeps... Punching his lower half and saying, shut up. Oh, ha- how would I even begin to give that person a cavity search? Like, where does that start? <laughs> I, I don't know where to even aim at the butt. Like, mm. they, their backpack is just, let them through, let them just constantly yelling. Yeah, I can't be dealing yeah. with this. And that's the thing, like, you could also, if that was your orientation, you could get through the metal detector pretty easily because I think the logistics are trying to bend five people in <laughs> half to get through a metal detector archway. They go, look, this is more trouble than it's worth. I'm going to assume that you're probably fine. No, no one would be this ridiculous of trying to do anything damaging you can no. just go ahead and like get through so you've got the whole family and the cat in that way yeah what happens if you're a single person mm. with a cat yeah it's less convincing and like also cat up top of the coat not gonna work cat on the bottom of the coat not gonna support your weight like that no. you need mm. so that's when you need to have the backpack so i think the trench coat att- approach would work if you've got a big family whereas the backpack approach is if you've got a single person yeah what about russian hat can we talk about russian hat only works if it's a russian cat what so we're saying a very fluffy western cat would not cut the mustard whatsoever absolutely no. not no one's gonna fall for that they don't make them in that style. Yeah, Russian cats, famously, um, you know, cylindrical, and they sit perfectly <laughs> on her head. Is that what all Russian hats actually are? Yeah, they're just cylinders. Russian cats. Russian just cats. Hats. It's, a, it's a translation issue. One and the same. <laughs> I think, on, and the hardest part of the whole process is getting that little pin stuck in, like getting it to hold it for a while. That's um, true. But once they've gotten that thing down, if you, if you actually take that out, the cat collapses back into its natural form. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like holding it in place in the hat form and you take the pin out and it collapses down into a regular cat. Okay, how is backpack going to work, Joel? Because you, you kind of threw this idea out there and retreated back into the shadows like we weren't going to come back and pick you up on this. I mean, you can either do it like each leg is a strap. So put its front paws over your shoulders and then its back paws underneath. So it has to grab somehow. on. Well, yeah. Or you do... You've seen those backpacks like kids wear with uh, like monkeys and they're just hanging down at the back. Yeah. And then they've got extra straps attached to their spine. <laughs> really lovely child-friendly yeah. present, that. Keep buying those for your children. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, because that, they're going to teach, uh, they're going to, like, that's going to teach your children to mutilate a cat when you're older, unlike you, Joel. Yeah, you need, well, <laughs> Joel didn't have one of these backpacks, now he's curious. I'm, yeah, and you know what they say about curiosity? Oh, uh, no. Um, yeah, I don't want to teach children how to truss up an animal. That's the school's job. Yeah. Okay, so how are we going to, like, what are we settling on here? Do we think the trench coat is the way forward, or do we need something that's going to fit single people's lives as well? I reckon more suspicious is less suspicious. See, I was going to go with a ruse. Okay, I know, I'm eager to hear, you know I'm always down for a ruse. Seeing eye cats. Thoughts. (laughs) Okay. Do they make the jackets that small, or would you have to get it custom made? I think you'd probably have to get it, or just paint the fur yellow. What, this is a very odd Labrador. Yeah, yeah, okay, this is my seeing eye dog. Just so this is very clearly a cat. Nope. You know, Don't make fun of me. And then it mews. Like <laughs> See? Mean, that's it's a, a dog. That's the thing though. If you pretend to be blind and you say, This is my seeing eye dog, and they go, Oh no. <laughs> I can't be the guy to They say we it looks that. like a cat and you go, It what now? Yeah. Uh, it, what? what what's that? <laughs> what's one of those? What is dog? What is dog? <laughs> what am dog? What is cat? This am dog. <laughs> Seeing eye dog. So what we're saying is feign extreme blindness and pretend that your cat is your helper dog. (laughs) Extreme blindness and general ignorance, yes. Okay, cool. Is there any other thing that you could claim the cat's helping you for? Because I know there there is this trend in like offices at the moment to have like a puppy that comes in and visits the office once a week Mm. to help with like morale and stuff. Like an emotional support puppy. Yeah, this is is my travelling support cat. I don't think cats are very emotionally supportive. I don't think so. They, they're kind of just like, oh, sort your own shit out. So I drop. don't know that anyone would buy a cat as a support animal. Unless they're trying to challenge themselves because they feel too emotionally supported and want to ground themselves a bit more. So a cat is like stabilizers. Yeah. <laughs> a cat is grounding you. So yeah, that's you, that's what your cat is there for. You're just like, I'm just slightly too emotional and too open with my feelings. So this cat is just being really standoffish. Not with even me. that. Flights actually chill me out and make me feel really safe, but I don't want to get soft. So I've brought <laughs> yeah. my cat. Gotta be on edge. This is my put down cat. <laughs> yeah, it just it just has you know, a series of uh, phrases that get pumped out of its collar, like, mm. just that periodically. Just Every to, time you, like, order a drink on the flight, it just knocks it off your table. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that is a thing they are, like, genetically predisposed to do as yeah. well, like, knock stuff off tables. We okay. haven't discussed the idea of the cat trying to get back home when you're on holiday, but if it is a trained put-down cat, then it's not going to try and flee. Uh, it's, all, it's all work. Yeah, because any, any moment of peace you get, it's not doing its job. No, yeah. absolutely. And it's not going to get paid. So, yeah, you, so. Ru- ruin your vacation, train your cat to put you down at every opportunity. Hang yeah. on, just, just read the tweet back. Was it, I, I, I'm, I'm going to miss my cat, or like, I wish I could miss my cat. <laughs> God damn, it's changed everything. He, he may well already have a put down cat, so... That's yeah. true. Are we... I, I'm going to miss it, or... Oh, I'm really gonna miss, miss it. That like, cat. Oh, I'm really gonna miss going to the office for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we sticking with put down cat as a name? I think it's fine. Well, you have emotional support dogs. Emotional retort cat. Emotional distress pet. Dis- emotional distraught cat. But the cat's not emotionally distraught. <laughs> the cat's not just go fuck. Ah, <laughs> ah. Emotional very emotional retort um, is good. Um, so that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> that was Joel's very soft push. So, so we don't I'm just know. thinking if there's something better, but there isn't. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Moving on, then. I've got one here from Reddit from user Penquot, who says the pizza place around my corner tends to mess up my orders a lot, but I keep ordering there because they give me free pizza when they mess up. Oh man. So you're caught in the rock and a hard place between mediocre food. 
but lots more mediocre food. What is worse, one really great thing or lots of okay things? I don't know. I mean, when he... it comes to food, I, I feel like lots of okay things kind of keeps no, I mean, keeps you alive more. As long as it's not outwardly bad or unpleasant, mm. you're probably going to have to go with all the free shit, right? Yeah, you've got to you've got to weigh up. Are they messing up with the order in that he asked for no onions and they gave him onions and yeah. said, like, "Ah, oh, I can just pick them off," or is it he asked for pizza and they gave him a bowling ball? Yeah, just like, hey, could I have a double pepperoni? Uh, just hold the cheese, and then could I just have some, just a, a meat feast and uh, some extra anchovies? Well, he gets the dough, and then the guy delivering it is just holding the cheese that should be on the pizza. <laughs> this is what you, this is what you wanted, This right? is what you ordered. This is what you ordered. These are all the ingredients that you ordered. You did not specify whether you wanted them to be cooked or put together or not. You said hold the cheese. I, I feel the pain on this. Mm. I have a solution, however. Okay. If they keep fucking his order up... Mm. Deliberately order the exact opposite of what you want. If they are fucking up in such a reliable pattern, mm. order something that you like. Learn their pattern so you can veer them towards the correct order by ordering the incorrect, the, the correct incorrect. Yeah. Uh, See, I was leaning that stuff. way. If they always take off what you ask to put on and put on what you ask yeah. to take off, then yeah, try and de- second guess them and, and invert your order. You need to order your anti pizza. Yeah. Along this line of thought, how how would you go about? describing or like putting together the anti-pizza of a classic like a pepperoni so just a pepperoni yeah could i have um vegetarian a a small vegetarian no cheese no sauce no dough (laughs) no cheese no sauce one box of vegetables yeah could i have a salad please no hang on though they're still giving him pizza so they're not messing it up that bad we have to assume that they're getting it most of the way right, yeah, but the, just the not quite right. 80% solid. It's, it's, I think it's going to be the toppings that are the issue here. I had this issue with an Indian takeaway in my hometown. They would, always on the phone, they'd ask you if you wanted the poppadoms with it. If you said no, they'd always put them in for free. If you said yes, they'd always charge you for them and often forget to put them in. And so you had to learn that you had to say no, no. if you wanted them. It's code. It, yeah, it's the, a system. So maybe this pizza place has the same sort of setup. It's like, are you sure you want... Yeah, do you want double sauce? No. Slap it on. You've got, you got to... T- so this way, you've got to crack the code that the pizza place are trying to trying to feed you. They're trying to... So one thing... You've, the only way to do it, you've got to order every single item on the menu as it's written down and mm. then make notes as to how they deliver it. Yeah, you've yeah. got to build up the database. And you need one of those panic rooms with string everywhere and <laughs> menus just, on every wall there's just like a string going from like anchovies to like bacon on question marks yeah, just like like underlined and circled furiously like scrawled onto the walls so that way and then you kind of frame this this remade menu that you've created through your trial and error you're gonna have to eat a lot of pizza like i just off the top of my head most pizza places will have 12 i think 12 to 15 different variations of the standard and then you've got all the extra toppings yeah. and sides and stuff you can do so you're gonna you're gonna have have quite a lot of pizza over a, over a space in time over a day or two yeah if you, yeah if you, if you condense it down to a day or two the damage will be well the damage will be maximized it will, it will be catastrophic but, but while, you get over it. while he's learning their system he's not going to get reordered so it will be free yeah that's, so that's very okay. true maybe like, he can feed the community that yeah maybe this is, <laughs> this is a philanthropic mission yeah what's interesting that we haven't even touched the whole um language variants you could say no cheese you could say hold the cheese you could say without cheese oh, you could say i don't want cheese less oh, cheese less man. cheese More there's cheese. so many ways to ask for the same thing yeah and they could all translate completely differently you're mm. right you could say hold the cheese and what that means is cheese on half yeah. or yeah. you could say no cheese and that means no, no cheese, cheese. but 
something else. <laughs> but something cheese-based, like like a cream cheese dairy sauce or something. Yeah. Or you could say uh, dairy-free, and then they don't charge you for the cheese as part of the pizza. You mm. know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a very slippery slope. These people could be super literal or super ignorant or just really, you know, it could be just, they could just be messing with you. you. You don't know that that isn't the bottom line here. They could know exactly what they're doing, just, you know, got to keep the hours ticking by because you're the only person that orders. Mm. Maybe they are looking for any logical fallacies in your order. But they're like proofreading your order. <laughs> yeah, they're actually a team of lawyers. <laughs> yeah. They like didn't say, put a binding clause down asked, on the pepperoni. for dairy-free, we won't charge them then. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> More full us. Wow, I really hope no one else gets wise to this loophole. What would a, a pizza place run by lawyers be called? Um, um, Giuseppe and Sons. Where's the dough? See, this Attorney one... at Raw Dough? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pepperoni at Law. No win, no free slice. <laughs> Pepperoni at Law. Pepperoni at Law is very good. Pepperoni at Law. Jalapeno and Sons. Jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you you don't see that and go oh yeah yeah 100% that's a pizza place uh, run by lawyers jalapeno bono <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst oh. and yet and yet is it the best who knows who to what, say i'm going i'm going to set up pepperoni at law uh opposite Jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> and we'll see who comes out on top. It's Jalapeno and Sons, I guarantee it. <laughs> well, you're just down the road. <laughs> we might not be the most catchy name, but we make the best mistakes. Yeah, so you, we have the most confusing <laughs> yeah. system. Yeah. The, the pizza is by far the worst, but the mistakes are the best. Here at Pepperoni at Law, we try, but we're just too obvious. Like, people see through our code in about three visits. Mm. See, we're very executive. We have a very specific kind of clientele that comes through the door. They never get what they want, but they keep coming back. They do. Mm. So pick your favourite chain. Yeah, please do. Pepperoni at Law is a um, no win, no fee kind of pizza place. No, so. that's the whole joke of my one's name. <laughs> Sorry. No, I've got to change it now. This is ruthless business. Oh my God. The name came first. We didn't set up business practices for a while. You did not. Pepperoni at Law were right there uh, ahead of you. Jalapeno Bono just has fun t-shirts, I guess. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you have to dress as jalapenos. I mean, wouldn't you come to that restaurant? And one guy dressed as a bone who really didn't get it. He did not get it. <laughs> but we will not correct him. As part of our mission statement. No corrections, only bizarre <laughs> no, code. No corrections, just jalapeno costumes. <laughs> We're going to move on now to But Better, the section of the show where we take our own ideas for products that don't exist yet, but might be able to fix something in the world that we haven't even thought about yet. This week we have the happy birthday tome. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> a tome as in like old manuscript? A dusty yeah, like volume. a thick dusty book. This is not something that I've really hashed out. It's not something that I want to come up with together. Okay. Basically, I saw a tweet and someone was doing one of those kind of cries for attention when they were like, oh, it's my birthday, I'm not up to much. And they went, hashtag happy birthday to me. I'm really bad at reading tweets that are words combined together. So I saw happy birthday tome. <laughs> And I was like, what would that be? So, what I mean, would a dusty old tome for birthdays be? It, it immediately comes to mind just a very, very old man in charge of a gigantic book. And when it's someone's birthday, they go, time to consult the tome. And they just have to like turn gigantic, gigantic pages. Mm. How until big they find is one. the book? <sighs> I mean, obviously it's thick. It's very thick. It's but still a book, you know. It's yeah. still it's still able to to rest up on a table, like A three size. I'd say margin uh, between it's A three point five. 
It yeah. was made before the standard. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It is the, is the standard. You know, A4 was slightly smaller, A3 was slightly bigger than the tome. Yeah. <laughs> the happy, happy birthday, birthday tome. tome. But like, w- yeah, what is the use of the tome? Because in my head, it's just a man going, yep, it's your birthday. And then they close the book. We I, need something. I mean, we if we are assuming that you summon it with that hashtag, happy birthday tome. Yeah. Presumably it's only when you don't have anything going on in your birthday. Do you, are you familiar with the, uh, the one, the, like one purpose websites, like, is it Thursday.com or, you know, something like that where you type in, is it Thursday.com Monday to Wednesday and then Friday to Sunday, it will say no. And then on yeah. Thursday it will say yes. Like that's it. It's just black text on a, on a, mm. on a, on a wall. I think the birthday time is like the, the, the first step with this kind of logic that Joel has, like the first step of it's my birthday and I haven't got anything going on. And then you, you hashtag have birthday time. They have to validate across dates and names and everything else, whether it is indeed your birthday or you're just trying to get a free ride. You know, people go to restaurants and claim it's their birthday to get free dessert. Yeah. So the happy birthday time is a categoric list of everyone's birthday. So you're saying you can use it in a restaurant? Yeah. Maybe they can license out usage of the happy birthday tome. Someone comes in and goes, it's his birthday. Can we get him some like something? Consult the tome. The the, the, the (laughs) druid comes out of the back room, swinging incense from a little diffuser. And he says, and just like the person who should get through it. Oh, fuck. They have a tome. Oh, no. no. I didn't know TGI's had a druid. (laughs) (laughs) What is your title? Um, It's. Richard Glenn Wayne. That is a fake name. Richard Glenn Wayne was here last week. <laughs> it was also not his birthday. <laughs> so let's say that someone goes into a restaurant claiming they, it's their birthday and mm. they get a free dessert, something mm. else like that. The druid comes out and hefts the tome upon the altar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is he looking for first? The name. I mean, well, name You'd first. go by date, surely. Yeah, well, so, yeah. so every page is a date. And then all the yeah. names on that page are people whose birthday it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Once once they've ascertained that you're on that page, mm. they need to try and make sure that they've got the right person and that they understand things. So I'm thinking some kind of trial I to love, make sure that you pass the test. Love trials. Love okay. the trials. Maybe they have uh, a series of questions next to your name. So almost like ancient security questions. That yeah. only Richard Glenn Wade would know. Okay. What is the name of your first pet? <laughs> I, I, Your mother's maiden name. Like, it's just it's just too easy and too simple. We need mm. something much more Tommy. Uh, so Tommy, oh, well, my first thought is the kind of like the trials that Indiana Jones goes through in the Last Crusade. I had exactly the same I'm, thought. I could mm. tell. I could tell. I could sense it on you. You knew it. So they have like those lettered tiles out back. Yep. Where so, he has to spell out his mother's maiden name. Yes. <laughs> spell out. So it's still, so it's that's the best thing. It's still really basic security questions. The name of the first street you lived upon <laughs> is written in one of these goblets. <laughs> yeah, you like get to the final room and there's just 50 statues of cats. Yeah. Which one is your first pet, Fluffy? Like, oh no. <laughs> you have chosen poorly. He died when I was four. <laughs> just, oh, fuck, I just oh, don't I remember. Might, I might be relying on an imperfect memory. I remember him being huge. That can't be right. That can't be right. Hang on, lying on the floor and looking up at the cat from a child. <laughs> Let me go into my memories. <laughs> Let me jack in. 
Oh no, now it's the Matrix. See, I think that's a good way to do it. So it's gonna drastically improve, not improve, it's just gonna increase the size of restaurants because mm. it all have to have this thunder dome of initiation. <laughs> well, maybe we can, in the same way that you have like shopping centers, have restaurant centers where they all kind of back onto this. This, druid. One, this one amphitheater. Yeah, one, one theater that the Druids own and then they lease out the shop fronts to various restaurants. Oh. So each restaurant can use the same theater. Yeah. Hi, I was directed in here. Um, I've just told the guys over at Frankie Benet's it's my birthday. There is a trial in progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one at a time. The infrastructure wasn't designed to accommodate this many restaurants. Take a tablet number. <laughs> you just get a gigantic piece of stone that just says 94 on it. Take like, a <laughs> vibrating tablet. <laughs> It, it will just, light up and vibrate when it is your turn. It just says your druid is Scott at the bottom. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm only doing this to fund my band. <laughs> you should check us out if you like progressive metal. We have CDs on sale at the back. Don't tell my manager, Glenn. He's a dick. <laughs> And then if you pass the trials, you're yeah. given the birthday brand and allowed to claim. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if we're going by, you know. If you yeah. pass the trials three, you uh, yeah you obtain the brand in the middle of your forehead and yeah. they're allowed to give you a piece of cake. I think forehead's a little too invasive. I think maybe like behind the ear. Okay. Maybe it's branded on the right if... You pass, then on the left if you fail, and okay. upside down. The shame and brand. The shame <laughs> brand. Yeah, you have the, the success brand and the shame brand. Yeah. But they've got to be temporary, because otherwise you could go into the restaurant the next day and say, look, I've got a success brand. No, it has a date on it. Oh, yeah. okay, right, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a timestamp, like you get it, like do government documents, like they turn little dials on the back to the date, and then they brand you with yeah. it. Yeah. But it's not Roman numerals, or like normal, what do you call them? Numbers. It's not, num it's not, num <laughs> it's not like numbers or Roman, -Roman numerals. <laughs> It's those um those numerals that we have. God. <laughs> like Roman ones, but less. Yeah, anyway, it's not like modern numbers or... <laughs> I love modern numerals. <laughs> it's not modern numerals or Roman numerals. It's some like obscure druid speak <laughs> that only the druids can pass. Yeah. So even if you go in and you say, look, I got this brand from earlier. I went to a cafe or whatever. Yeah. They go... Let us consult <laughs> the referencing druids. Let me go get Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Adam. Yeah, 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 it's Mike. Um, there's a man here... Yep, yep, you saw it. Okay, no, I'll, I'll tell him, I'll tell him. You were the guy from TGI Fridays. <laughs> you tried to get free chips, but you failed the rites of passage. You underestimated the Druid WhatsApp network. <laughs> <laughs> this group chat is fire. <laughs> <It's> Hellfire! <laughs> it's just the most fun voice to talk in. Yeah. Um, I didn't talk in, I just yelled the word hellfire. Uh, <laughs> In my own voice. Boy, what fun did we have? Okay, so let's just workshop this one second just to see if our system works. Oscar. Yes. We don't know if it's your birthday or not. It's my birthday, guys. But you've come to a, a restaurant mm. that Joel and I are waiters at, and you've claimed that it's your birthday. What do you want? Uh, I mean, I'm fine to pay for my meal, but like when the waiter comes over towards the end, ask if everything's all right, um, I've said, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I think I'm all right. Uh, can I have like a dessert menu? Um, don't want to make a big deal of it, but it is my birthday today. So I just wanted to like see- Silence! Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> we have a question. So sorry, were you regular waiters before this, but you've revealed yourselves as druids now that I've- Yeah, we yeah. have those like rip-off clothes. <laughs> Tear away waiter uniform. Tear away waiter uniform that somehow billows into a cloak. There has been a challenge. Oh no. Maybe it's that Tom's new to this. Tom's like on a trial shift and I'm behind the bar and I, I've seen this a whole a whole bunch of times. And you go, it's my birthday. And Tom's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just go check. I think we can probably do something for you. Comes up to me and says. 
Um, so wait, you're you're behind the bar. I'm, I'm behind the bar. He's, I, he's your supervisor. He's my supervisor. Yeah. I kind of come up and it's like, oh, hi. Look, I know I'm supposed to do the druid thing, but he's he's literally just asked. Like he's just mentioned it. he hasn't asked for anything. Do I do the whole silence bit? Like, we're we're gonna have to go up back. This this we've got a contract with the druids. Um, we can't kind of go over their heads because if they find out, they'll stick us in the appendix of the happy birthday tome and we can't do anything anymore uh, okay fair enough, so uh, fair enough. I'll, I'll go get i'll go grab scott and uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> just how, stall for time stall for time oh, fuck it, I don't want, okay fine all right so I'll pop off out back <laughs> am i gonna have to real time this stalling i'm holding a tablet i'm waiting <laughs> for my turn <laughs> So I'm I'm really sorry. I've just sent my supervisor off to go and um you know con- consult the council. Yes, yeah, um, sure. your druid's gonna be with you pretty soon. Um, my druid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, your your druid. We do we do actually have the uh, the tone policy in effect from the back ah. of the room. He says, Stand for the tone. Oh, oh, he's here. No. He's here. Oh god. Oh god. Um, you know you know honestly, I'm not actually that hungry anymore. I think I'd like just. <laughs> do they have music? <laughs> it's just one trumpet. Like, That's it. <laughs> oh, Greetings. No. Oh god. Um hi. What is your name? Uh, my name's Oscar. <laughs> Book on table. Oh my god. We will see about that. <laughs> what is your date of birth? Uh, my date of birth is the um the th- it's date today. Too much hesitation. What it year? should be today. Uh t- <laughs> it's the uh it's the t- 1992. Okay, so we get the 1992 tome. Yeah. yeah. Slam that on the table. There's like there's like a, a drinks cart with different tones <laughs> for different years. A little push trolley, one of those librarian like yeah, little squeaky wheels, hilariously squeaky, yeah. <laughs> comedically so. It's one of the details with this. So we flick through, we find your name, and uh, what question do you normally go for on like an online security? Uh, I go for, I go for something like um like first the street you grew up on something okay. like that. So we'll go. It says here, what street did you grow up on? Uh, Wait, you must answer in the form of song, as decreed by the tome. Um, is that is that really necessary? Yes, the ancient rituals are all sacrosanct. Uh, Don't worry, Andy here is a sick beatboxer. <laughs> he supported us at the meat factory. It was great. Andy shuffles forward and he's like, buh, kaka, buh, buh. Kaka. Nice work, Andy. Always good to have you around. You have passed the first test. Okay. We will enter the amphitheater. Follow us. I'm like the group I'm with. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't think this would be a whole thing. It like fades to black, and he comes back. Oscar looks visibly shaken. What, dude, what happened? Are you are you okay? Do not speak of it. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. So turns out I'm not gonna be getting that um that free dessert. Oh my God. After what all. happened? In, what happened in there? I'd rather, okay? I, I'd rather not talk. Like, turn turn my that, head to the side of my entire oh, wise left side. choice. <laughs> my entire left side of my face is like still simmering with a burn <laughs> of the shame brand. This will t- teach you to try and dupe the Council of Druids. I just wanted a cheesecake. <laughs> So my voucher still valid? You may never have a birthday again. Oh, no. <laughs> you written in the appendix. <laughs> if you consult Article Five, you may no longer age. Oh, mm. God, and they start fading away into the background. 
<laughs> Maybe they have all of the year times and then they also have the appendix, which is everyone who's ever crossed the Druids. Like, yeah. the, like the wall of shame for someone who's like shoplifted from somewhere. Yeah. Like do not serve this person. Do not yeah. give this person a free cake. Never give this person a present this or a birthday. This person's birthday is now null and void. <laughs> no, this person's birthday is... For, the, your, your first infraction, your birthday is forever on the 29th of February. Oh. oh. So you don't lose out forever, but you lose out once three every or four years. years. Yeah, exactly. Only once every four years. That is a delightfully devilish punishment. Yeah. Oof. Because you're still able to use the druid, but you've got to wait. Yeah. You've got to wait so much longer. And it gives you time to reflect. Like, yeah. But it also gives you time to get antsy. I, I can't fail a second time. Yeah. I could definitely, like, it's been two years. They're not going to, like, I can, I can do this. Yeah. They, they must like, have They must have got a new appendix by now. They, that old one was so dusty. Like, they I, must have got a new book. Yeah, I come back in, like, oh, God, it's going to be different service. You again! <laughs> oh, God, no. I see the shame on your face. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they, like, I panic at the first question. What is your name? Oh, Bosca. Fuck! <laughs> there is no Bosca! <laughs> Second infraction. <laughs> Turn your other cheek. Oh no. Oh. I'm running out of cheeks. <laughs> Was this where you thought the uh, the birthday tone would go? Honestly, a bit. I right? had an inkling. <laughs> yeah. But it, it I wasn't expecting to tie it to restaurants, that's for sure. Yeah. I think it's nice because it's not just a esoteric old tomey sort of thing. Yeah. It has a purpose in the modern world. Oh, very much. Which so. is freeloaders who need to be held accountable for their action with brands and amphitheaters and reckonings. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm very happy with the happy birthday tome. Uh, we'll be rolling out the initiative to a select few restaurants. Obviously, we're doing the whole collective shopfront thing. Yeah. So a, we're going to need big premises. Yeah. How does one become a druid? Is it kind of a stonemason's style thing? Or are we saying it's much more you can just apply? Because it doesn't seem like most of these guys are that highly qualified. <laughs> Seems a bit like a student job. It's, yeah. it, it's one of those things that, you know, if you're at somewhere for a while, like a retail or a hospitality job, and there's quite a lot of turnover. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyone that sticks out for a while, you get promoted from, you know, just regular bar staff or like restaurant staff mm. to your key holder or supervisor. And then you have the option to either go into... Um, early management or you go into druid training that right. program takes a lot longer you've got to look authentically old by being authentically See, old i was thinking of it more being the backup option so you might go to like a shop and say have you got any you know service jobs yeah. up front and they'll say well, we don't have that but i think we've got space in the stock room or you're going to a restaurant like, oh we can we can give you a busing job but we can't give you a way for yeah. way to job or whatever so you go into one of these restaurants and you say i'm looking for a, a job i gotta you know pay my pay my college fees or whatever, and they'll say, we, we don't have anything here. I, I know the businesses around are all pretty full up, but I think the Central Druids, they are looking for some fresh They're meat. on a drive at the moment. They're on a Druid drive. Come and enjoy the Druid drive. <laughs> we have cakes. Yeah. <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> and only your birthday. This is our whole thing, guys. Are the Druids exempt from the tome? No, they live by the tome. They, they live, live by the tome. It's, it's the greatest insult and the greatest infraction they could they could do is uh you know trying to use their power unwisely and mm. you know because they know the way to you know cheat the system. Yeah, they, they know all the answers, so they could at any point uh get themselves free cake. But it's the it's the vow they take upon mm. you know donning the robes to never cheat the system for for personal gain. I think most. Most druids wash out within five or six years because the pull of free cake is too strong. Yeah, do they, we, they all succumb. Do we have a druid brand for that? Uh, <laughs> it's just a big cake that you just get branded on your kind of like uh, upper arm. Yeah. So before 
any of the kind of checking of your birthday or whatever, they check to see if you're a druid. Yeah. Because whatever then happens, you'll either get double the cake or double the punishment. (laughs) Depending on if you're being truthful, because druids know the life and they know not to push it. They know the way, the life and Uh, and the cake. The way, the the truth, the cake, the light and the sacrifice. (laughs) Exactly. Lovely. Yeah. I'm glad glad we got so much from that, from me not being able to read. With that, I think... We're going to close out the show. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you have enjoyed any of the ideas today, if you thought if you got a bit of a, a laugh out of them, a bit of a bit of humour, then please do share around with your friends. Let them know what we're about. Let them know what we do. Maybe we can help them. Maybe we can help you. If you, we've got iTunes links, SoundCloud links. That's the best way to get it out. So share that link around with your friends. Get to it. Many, many thanks. Come on. Thanks. Singular thank. One thank. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to give one thank to. <laughs> Last Life for submitting a question to us this week. If you have any questions, queries, problems, or prompts you'd like to share with us and think we could take a crack at to solve, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at FWSCast. Or you can find us on Facebook at First World Solutions or email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com. We love getting suggestions through. We love hearing from you guys and trying our best to... uh solve your wonderful lives with our silly silly thoughts if you're listening to us on itunes please do leave us a rating and a review it actually really helps us out it helps us become more visible on the platform when you do which is amazing plus we love hearing what you guys think of the show it's really lovely every week to see things like comments and little posts and tweets about it um but again if you're listening to us on itunes please do leave it there as well because we we just want to hear from you guys and hear what you like and what you want to stay the same what you want to change yeah please do I'm going to issue a call to action <gasps> because we 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 talk about iTunes reviews every week and as such not so much traction so I am issuing a reward non-financial for the first person to leave a review on our iTunes will get a personalized jingle written by I'm going to say us you guys are in this now too um, <laughs> I'm very busy <laughs> look Tom it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be there. First person to leave a review, glowing or otherwise, hopefully the former, uh, will get a personalised jingle from us to them as a, as a thank you for saying things about us on iTunes. There we go. Now, Bribery. Now, bribery. <laughs> we'll spend at least a minute on it. At least. At least. Minimum. Which is kind of crazy when you think about yeah. it. That's yeah, I mean, 60 seconds. That's, that's, like, fuck me, I didn't even think about it like you, that. If you do it second to second, that's a minute of music. Yeah. You know? Like, that's crazy. We won't. That's not how it works, but (laughs) if it were... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So we look forward to whoever gets that first sweet review in and working on that sweet beat for them. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problem. No problem.